How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. A new suburban square Mexican restaurant caters not just to their human guests. We want to be known as the dog-friendliest restaurant that there is in the area. Plus menu highlights and the secret to the perfect taco. This is a podcast about food in and around Philadelphia. That's a quick, delicious, flavorful bite. It was really hard for me to get into it. Stories from behind the kitchen. This is a wood-burning oven from Italy. It is intense. And hear about quirky stuff, too. Eat a pint of ice cream as quickly as you can and then resume the 5K. This is What's Cooking on KYW. I'm Hadas Kuznets with Brian Harmon, General Manager of Rosa Mexicano at 105 Coulter Avenue in Suburban Square. It's a brand new restaurant in Suburban Square in Ardmore. Um, and Brian is the General Manager. So Brian, tell me a little bit about the restaurant. So for starters, we really like to think of ourselves as an elevated fiesta. It's our twist on Mexican cuisine, authentic Mexican cuisine, served with warm Latin hospitality in a stylish and elevated environment to make it more exciting, you know, and not just when you come in, you don't just see how we look different, but we are different. You leave seeing a whole different perspective of, of a dining experience. What makes Rosa Mexicano stand above the rest? You describe it as a, a higher level dining experience. So not just the decor on the walls, but a lot of little details. Our, our founding chef who really started our company, Josefina Howard in 1984, had a vision that we still carry through today. So while some recipes might've changed along the way, it's still authentic Mexican, a little modern of a presentation, but every at restaurant we have has its own identity and it really starts with the people. So uh, it's a lot of little things that come together in her exact words when we first opened that when we have everything in place and we turn the lights on, a symphony begins. And uh, whether it's the teamwork that you see the staff or just the dishes and, and the, the drinks themselves, every cocktail is vibrant, everything is made to perfection. Uh, we, we, we like to call it in the business as a, a scratch kitchen. We don't even have a freezer in the restaurant. So everything comes in fresh, prepared daily. And, uh, you know, as a chef, I could really appreciate before even seeing or tasting any of our food, how that experience trickles down to the guest experience at the table. How many Rosa Mexicanos are there and where are they located? So we are the seventh. So founded in New York City, we have three still in Manhattan. One is at Lincoln Center, directly across from the theater where uh, Nutcracker is. Then we also have Union Square and Second Avenue. Those are our three. Then we have one in Boston one in Riverside, New Jersey, and one in National Harbor right outside Washington, D.C. So with us being the seventh, we're still set to open four more this year and four more next year. So we'll double in size in the coming years. But it's fantastic opportunity for us here in Ardmore as we have such a rich history with culture in the area and suburban square going back to the 1920s. 
Uh, it's a lot of fun to get in somewhere that's as uh, established as Ardmore is. Will the additional four be in the Philadelphia area at all? So West Hartford, Connecticut is the one that we'll be moving into this summer. Burlington, Massachusetts opens pretty soon, maybe in the next two or three weeks if everything goes well. And then we will have one in Pentagon City, right outside Washington, D.C. And then we're looking to open in Disney World in September. What is it about Ardmore that you like about Suburban Square? So me personally, and I was actually hired for the position before we were sure if this is even where we were going to follow through and open, but it really takes us back to where we started in 1984. We have Trader Joe's and the Farmer's Market right around the corner, and our founding chef again, Josefina, when she would walk to work each day at the original Rosa Mexicano, she would go through and handpick her own produce that they were going to use in the kitchen that day. So to be in Suburban Square with the long history uh, and to be in an area that really Ardmore reminds us of the best of those days when we first started out, uh, it was a no-brainer when we were able to get in here and to help the, the local community grow with some of these businesses that are coming in. And of course, Suburban Square, again, has been here since 1928, I believe, uh, one of the first outdoor shopping complexes or shopping centers in our country. So it's a, a just a, a perfect match for us to come in. It, this is, you know, what we do in New York City. It was just a very easy transfer to do the same thing in Ardmore. So what was that 105 Coulter Avenue before Rosa Mexicano? Not sure the name of the restaurant. I know it was a Mexican restaurant, but they had gone out of business, I think, leading up through COVID. And uh, we were obviously looking to start to grow. So, of course, unfortunately, with a lot of businesses that have gone under throughout COVID and all the shutdowns, we were already going into expansion mode. So to get in where it was already a Mexican restaurant, we knew that it would be successful, of course, with how, how we do things. It's in demand. Uh, there's a lot of markets where there's 50 restaurants that are pretty close to each other. They're just owned by different people. And there's really nothing anywhere around us like us. And uh, I, I believe it was another restaurant even before that Mexican restaurant where they had a bar that was almost curbside. So it's there's been a, a need for a restaurant here. You mean for Mexican food? Yeah, there's a lot of Tex-Mex and they all do a great job. But it's really one of those things that you have to see it to believe it. So we hope everybody can come in, check us out and really understand what we're talking about when we say warm Latin hospitality or just walking in the door. When you come in the front door, there's a $100,000 bubble wall right there. And we don't let you down past that point. We joke a lot with our host staff that people are going to come in enamored by the beautiful outside landscape. They come in through the front door and then when they look and they come to the host stand, we can't let them down. And it's tough shoes to fill, but that's what we're built for. You know, everybody that comes through those doors are our guests. I like to say, you know, guests come to your house. They come to your restaurant for an experience. Customers buy lawnmowers. So we, we understand that, always have, and we treat everybody as if they're in our home. And when they leave, they, they thank themselves. Their soul feels better for coming in because it doesn't just look different. We are different. Every little detail that they experience throughout the evening or throughout the afternoon, we've got something for all occasions and for all parts of the day, whether it's lunch, brunch, dinner, happy hour. Uh, just a few cocktails real quick before they go to Ardmore Music Hall to catch a show. There's a table for everybody. Each room has its own identity. And again, it's just why it's so fantastic to be here at Suburban Square uh, along people's footpath because you can stop in and spend the evening here or just have a quick margarita and a ceviche and get right back at it. What are some of your highlights of the menu? So if I am coming in here and I'm going to sit down on my day off. My dream would be to, one, have a day off, but to come in and get the frozen pomegranate margarita. Got to go with that. That recipe hasn't changed in forever, uh, really, since we started. Uh, the table side guacamole 
easily our best seller. The ceviches are fantastic. We do a ceviche sampler, so you can try one of all three. And then I would move on to, if I'm here for lunch, I'm going to get the birria tacos or one of the tortas. Being here in the Philadelphia area, we're like the sandwich capital of the universe. So our tortas should be very popular. And then during dinner, if I come in, instead of having the sandwich, the torta, or, or uh, the birria tacos, I would go with the pariatas, which is a mixed grill. You can get uh, short rib, New York strip steak, red chili chicken, or grilled chorizo. And then we do a pork shank as well. And then, of course, for dessert, you can't go wrong, whether it's the flan, uh, the tres leches, which ours is amazing, stuffed with a strawberry jam in the middle of the sponge cake. And then we also have churros and a uh, margarita tart, kind of a play on a key lime pie. So any one of them at that point, uh, I'm going to sip on a tequila because we have a selection of over 100. And I'm going to grab one of those desserts just depending on what I ate for dinner. What's the secret to a good taco? Fresh. Uh, really fresh. So the, the work is done up front. You have to slow roast. You have to marinate. If it's a grilled carne asada or a grilled New York strip, then you have to marinate. You have to season it to perfection. But you really got to cook with an open flame, which a lot of places don't. They'll cook things on flat top griddles and stuff where, uh, you know, the protein will have some flavor from the slow roasting process. But it's all about some, uh, you know, how, how you're, you're building it as well. So if you start off, if it's the grilled strip steak, for example, your seasoning is super important and locking that flavor in over the open flame. And then how you slice it is a big part of it. And then, but then if you're having the carnitas tacos, what's a big part of it is to make sure that the, the carnitas have been properly seasoned before we slow roast it for eight to 10 hours. Uh, there's no speeding that up. It has to slow roast. So uh, a lot of careful and meticulous preparation by the chefs to make sure that we're slow roasting the right things and then chopping fresh throughout the day. Uh, we don't batch things out. If you have a, a slaw that's on top of your taco or any of the fresh produce that is a topping, a sauce even, we're making everything every hour several times a day. We're not just cutting one big bucket of, of something and leaving it sit. We have a kitchen full of chefs, not just two or three back here uh, that are running uh, a few different stations. It, it really is. It looks like a whole football team back there cooking. And you mentioned an extensive tequila selection. Yeah. So by the time it's all said and done, there's not a lot of them that we bring in that are readily, readily available at the state stores, as we call them here in Pennsylvania. So we bring in over well over 100 uh, between the mezcals and the tequilas that we bring in, whether it's some of the better aged ultra or extra añejos on down to some of the reposados and some of the blancos that we use, there's going to be well over 100 bottles back behind the bar. We're about halfway there right now, but uh, as we keep going, we're going to add to the collection. And, you know, a lot of that relies on the public. What, what do they like? What were some of your biggest challenges opening? What was it like to get uh, Rosa Mexicano up and open. So one of the newest ones, I've opened about a dozen restaurants or so all over the country, and they're always different. There's always some hurdles. Some are similar, but this time in particular, our timelines with construction because of the climate and what's been going on with supplies being readily available and the work shortages, not as much for us. Uh, we've been blessed to, to not have to face that problem. But the contractors, you know, you can schedule all you want three weeks out, but if the supplies aren't ready, they have another job. Your supplies become ready four weeks later instead of three. But now those contractors took another job. So to get everything lined up uh, was very, very difficult at times. And But it's all worth it because we played that into our favor, found ways to use that time to get out in the community, uh, meet some of these schools that we'll be working with. And even though we're in Ardmore, where there's uh, not as much of a need as surrounding communities to do some fundraising and events, it's great to meet people in the community that are willing to help us help other communities surrounding. So we used our time wisely, but the biggest hurdle was easily the construction and the, the, the timeline that we were up against. A tricky one with that, 
was to keep staff engaged that we knew we wanted to hire. We had interviewed a ton, we selected, and it was time to go, and then we'd push it back three weeks to a month. And to really maintain that list is a very tough task, but we, we got through it, and we got very, very lucky. We're very blessed to have the staff that we have to open the restaurant, where many of them we've worked with throughout the years uh, across the area at other restaurants. So great team we put together here. Tell me about this community engagement. What plans do you have to work with the area, with the communities? nearby. So we want to be known as the dog friendliest restaurant that there is in the area because of our large patio. Uh, We're all dog lovers on up to my boss. We already had the idea, but because he said it out loud first, we give him all the credit in the world for it. Uh, But we want to be known as that restaurant that you don't have to uh, battle with. Can I bring my dog here? We're going to have Rosa Mexicano logo dog bowls for when people bring their dogs here and dog treats. So uh, we want to be definitely uh, known for things like that. But when it comes to helping people, just flat out helping people, one thing I'm always big at at heart is, uh, is, is the youth. So we're, we're going to pair up with some local schools and their Spanish class program in order to bring in students on field trips so that they can order in Spanish or just have a you know an elevated fiesta, which is not your typical field trip. We have lots of initiatives helping out. Absolutely for the homeless is one. I've worked in the area for upwards of 20 years, and I understand that in the Philadelphia area all over, it's one of the largest homeless populations. And to pair up with some of the groups that are already doing it and have been doing it, anything we can do to help out and contribute, we, we will love to do. Um, so those are our big ones and really, uh, just working with local businesses, networking to, to host events that we can just have more outreach as we go. Uh, I, even though I grew up in King of Prussia, not too far from here, uh, still a lot to learn. We're part of Ardmore Business Association. So we'll tap into them to see what, who, who does need help because we think we know, but, uh, reaching out and finding out from people that really know where we can make an impact will be a big one too for us. So who are you partnering with? Uh, we have a couple that are working. I don't want to say in case it does not work out that way, uh, just so that we're not uh, making them look bad if we can't come up with something sooner than later. But Pause for Affection is one that we have an event coming up with. There's the Latino Chamber of Commerce in Philadelphia, which is going to help us out and guide us through some of these initiatives as well. But right off the bat, we, we reached out and we have some tentative things lined up. But uh, if we don't have something agreed like we do with Paws and Affection, which is a uh, local group that will help out with providing dogs, whether it be for like service dogs, train, helping basically fund for training service dogs. We don't. I, I would hate to volunteer up who hasn't agreed to anything set in stone yet and then not be able to come through with it. So we're working at it. We didn't want to kick too much around before we opened because again, we weren't sure if that timeline was going to ever stick, but we've got a good four or five. Uh, one big one to us as well that we are actually close to uh, working out something with was the Best Buddies group, uh, which is a, a super-duper one that we've worked with in the past uh, when, when I worked over in King of Prussia. So uh, that one, I'm not familiar with when they have events coming up, but we're real big on that. Our chef team has already put something together where uh, we can make an impact there as well with, with their group. You sound very ambitious. We try to be. We try to be. What are you most looking forward to uh, as people start becoming familiar with Rosa Mexicano and coming in? Meeting our guests, really, when it comes down to it. I mean, at the end of the day, if they're not happy, we're not able to uh, to do you know what we can do, whether it's just meeting somebody like I did last night where we were talking about the bumps and bruises with opening up a business, whether it's in restaurants or any type of business. Really just getting to know people in the community. Uh, it was exciting as I was sitting here throughout demolition. That, uh, you know, before we even started any of our construction, I must have met 20 people that knew who we were just from traveling to New York City or they lived in New York City or worked there and they live down here in Ardmore or have moved here since. 
One woman I met had dined at our location in, uh, in New York City at Lincoln Center for 20 years. She's been coming back and forth from Australia to New York City. However, she wound up moving to Ardmore from Australia. I didn't get that far into the conversation with her. But for people to already know of us and to, to know of the level of service and, 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 you know, of that experience, that's what really what we're looking for most is to, to fulfill those expectations and to grow so that people know us as a trusted place, whether you refer a business partner or a neighbor or a friend or family. We just we want people to, uh, to you know, to to just know it's a lot more than just a restaurant or a business. We're part of the community. A life is a journey. And I happen to work in restaurants, which is great, but that's a platform on how to help people, not just our staff, but how can we help the community. How big is your footprint? How many tables do you have? If we count the patio tables, we have 62 tables inside without the bar and some of the standing room out there. We're right around 150. And then, of course, if we are talking about adding the patio in, we're not done adding tables yet. Unfortunately, a lot of the tables that we ordered are still on back order. But it's funny. We ordered 70 tables for our patio and we got 36. And they don't make those tables anymore. And we didn't know that before we purchased them. So now we have to source out a new table and they're on back order. So it goes back to the original opening hurdles where we just don't... uh, You know, we don't ever see the light of day sometimes when we go to place these orders and make these plans. Is there anything else you want to add? I mean, outside of just encouraging people to come in and check us out. I know just from being in this part of the country, it's a tough sell sometimes that uh, Mexican food is either really spicy or it's all Tex-Mex, which is really what we're used to in this part of the country. Come in, check us out, whether it's for brunch, lunch, dinner, any occasion, and uh, say hello. What's your website? Where can people get more information? Uh, rosamexicano.com. And of course, uh, they can make reservations through Open Table. Also, just giving us a call to make sure that we could put it in for you. Sometimes Open Table will fill up real quick. And uh, we do all kinds of special events that they can absolutely give us a call at 610-673-0870. Brian Harmon is general manager of Rosa Mexicano, the new restaurant in Suburban Square at 105 Coulter Avenue. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. That's it for this episode of What's Cooking on KYW. You can follow the show and get other delicious tidbits on Instagram at foodinthe215. And follow me on Twitter and Facebook for more news and insights at Hadas Kuznets. If you have a food tip or feedback about the show, reach out. And please take a moment to help us by rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. It helps us to keep making the podcast and get it to new listeners. I'm Hadas Kuznets, and that's What's Cooking. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.